something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking shit about weddings. I want to follow up and talk shit specifically about something that came up in our episode. Yeah. But I do want to bring in our guest first because I want her opinion as well. Okay. Um, today we have a really fun special guest we do? Um, coming to us from Chicago. Technically yeah. Chicago? The city yeah. of Chicago? City um, of Chicago. We have Jessica Scliffini. She is a wedding planner, and she's also the author of a book, Weddings Unfiltered, The No Bullshit Wedding Planning Guide, which yes, we have read yeah. and freaking loves. Welcome to oh, the show, good. man. Yes. Thank you. Welcome. I'm so happy you guys read it. Yeah, it was really, it's really helpful. Um, just, I mean, I'm sure we're going to talk more about the book in general, but one of my favorite parts about the book is in the beginning, you didn't start with actual like, let's talk about physically how to plan you went into the mental aspect of what expectations other people are going to have what you should have. I just thought it was cool that you started from a mental point of view, which means you you. understand this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it is all mental. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, So um, the thing that I wanted to follow up on and and I want to get your take on this, Jessica. So um, Somebody uh, DM'd me specifically in regards to the episode we had with Tristan, where mm-hmm. we took the quiz. Remember how we were talking about the um, the gifts that you give your wedding guests? The what do you call them? Favors. Wedding favors. The yes. favors. The wedding Thank you. favors. Thank you, professional. <laughs> <laughs> so we were debating between like we thought the champagne was the nicest one, but we also thought candles were cool, mm-hmm. and we all agreed that seashells were terrible. Like Tristan was yes. insulted by the idea of somebody giving him shells. <laughs> he like, was. I don't know why you would give me shells. So um, somebody sent me um, anonymously, so I'm not going to out them, a picture of a wedding favor they received, which was a candle, but it was one of those like glass ones, kind of like a prayer candle. But instead of like Mary or Jesus on it, it mm-hmm. was a picture of the couple, which he looked at it and thought like, it looks like are you dead or ill? Yeah. Like this feels really <laughs> weird. He's like, I got this and I had, had it for years and don't know what to do with it, but I feel bad throwing it away. Cause you don't want to light it. Right. I don't know. It feels weird to light. So, right? <laughs> do you think that's a weird gift? I yes. do. I, I think <laughs> I, I, you know what, if you're going to do a candle, like, Hey, a candle's a great idea. People love them. They're going to keep them. They're going to burn them, whatever. Like just put your wedding date on it. You don't need a picture of the two of you. Yeah. And again, yeah. it was the specific, ta- the tall, skinny in the glass that kind of just threw. <laughs> I think that's what does it. Looked like a prayer that's candle. It. Maybe a, yeah. a nice little votive would have done. Right. So I asked my husband again, who hated the seashells, I go, which would you um, think is worse, getting this candle with the faces or seashells? And he said, getting the candle would be worse than having the seashells thrown at his face. <laughs> <laughs> So that's where oh he stands. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's the dumb thing I just wanted to catch everybody up on. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, so um, Jessica, we kind of briefly said that you were. Oh, I'm sorry. Is Ruth? Ruth is on your lap. She is on my lap. She's trying to get on the table. But oh, is she? She is really trying <laughs> to get on the that. table. We're not doing that, Ruth. Oh, let her get comp. What? All right. So she's Jeff, cute, though. She, thank God she is because she's being <laughs> sass today. She's bringing all the sass. Um, so, Jess, 
Jessica, Jess, do you ever go by Jess? Je- Absolutely. Oh, Jess okay. Is good. Okay. Cause I yeah. just did it naturally, which is a really <laughs> asshole thing to do to barely know someone no. and then just give them a nickname. <laughs> yeah, everyone does. <laughs> um, so JJ, let me get into it with you. No, <laughs> so, um, Jessica, uh-huh. when did you go to your first wedding? How old were you? Okay, I know that your um, listeners can't see this, but I'm showing you guys this. I was four. I was a flower. That's my mom, not a porn star. And her makeup is so outrageous. But um, and then my dad, who's like a typical Italian dad. So yeah, (laughs) that's awesome. Wedding, four years old. Do you remember it? I cried the entire day. I did not want to walk down the aisle. Oh, no. Um, I was just, it, it was a bad day for me. You know, I mean, everyone has their bad days. It was a bad day for me. Did you make it down the aisle crying or did you? Yeah, I, crying. And oh, then, God. of course, my mom had to like meet me at the end of it. Whatever. I might have ruined their wedding. It's not a big deal. Everyone forgot about it. <laughs> it's fine. Children <laughs> are always married. a gamble. Oh, good. Yeah. Was it a relative? Yeah. Who was getting married? It was my uh, cousins. Yeah, my, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. that's yeah. cute. Well, you looked adorable. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go to a lot of weddings with your family when you were like a kid? Yes. So I, um, I grew up in a very large Italian family. Um, and so, you know, it's like tradition that they have every single people person they've ever met in their entire lives invited to the wedding, including all of their children. Yeah. So right. yeah, I, I have been to a lot stood up in just as many <laughs> yeah seriously so um yes bridesmaids how many times yes um 15 I actually wrote them all down yesterday oh my god yeah, wow. I'm like I wanted to be prepared for this interview and I know that there was a lot um <laughs> but one and and this is like obviously for book number two but um <laughs> I was maid of honor in my sister's wedding who married my ex-boyfriend's brother so whoa (laughs) yeah I mean we were still together at the time we didn't want to make it weird but we broke up very shortly after did you just stay together for that wedding I did emotionally yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) not even emotionally was he the best man yeah yeah we did a dual speech it was it was awesome does that mean you had to walk (laughs) down the aisle with each other before oh god they were still together I know oh man what's that you were still technically together at that point. Technically, we were still together, yes. Wait, mm-hmm. did you dump him? Did he know that you guys were breaking up after this? Yeah. It was like, <laughs> we, <laughs> it was done. We've been together for so long. Yeah. It was like all of our 20s. And we seriously, like, I'm like, I don't, I don't really want to do this anymore. And then they're like, well, let's just get through the wedding. <laughs> like, That's cool. I don't, yeah. But I mean, yeah. that's really, I can understand the idea behind that because it really is something where, you don't want to add some more drama and tension to your sister's wedding. That was really right. nice of you. Yeah. You're like, I'll yeah. just suck it up. I mean, I've definitely stayed with the dude because I had like concert tickets. <laughs> we all have our reasons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did it like a month longer than I really wanted to. I was like, well, I already bought those right. tickets. It's going to be a really good concert. So. It wasn't I don't either. want to sell them. <laughs> oh. Oh, I was man. like, okay. And I was like, now I'm here with you and we clearly don't like each other anymore. It was great. We went to this concert together, right? And we were dating. We went to this concert together. And then after the concert, neither one of us called each other again. <laughs> oh, my God. So, like, That's it was totally amazing. mutual. Was he having the same thoughts? Probably. That would be amazing to find out, right? Probably. Like, he's like, oh, I'm just going to get through this concert. We both stayed yes, in it for the concert. We both stayed in it for the concert. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> 
That's hilarious. Well, you know, things happen. <laughs> yeah. We all grow out of it. Yeah, seriously. So um, do you have a least favorite bridesmaid's dress? Yes. I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them was a um, shotgun wedding. So we li- we literally have to, had to buy off the rack. And it was like, oh, my God, the daughter now is like 50 or 16 so it was like years ago and I mean like this thing had like flaps and I I don't even know what like you literally could have like flown away and I'm like never again (laughs) it was it was bad flaps what color was it um it was two-tone obviously (laughs) um and so I think it was if I can remember correctly like a nude and sort of like a brown overlay like a brown yeah, that is terrible. <laughs> the, the, the listeners at home can't see the faces Pam and I are making. They're very confused. It's hard. It's Look. hard because like I do really enjoy the color brown, and I do wear it a decent amount. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like festive dresses and evening no. wear, I definitely put that color aside. I'm just thinking it's like a plane or something. You're just saying brown with flaps. I'm like, it it's did. gonna like, fly right, away. Like, on, like, the, like above the breastbone, it was like these flap things, like this overlay flap thing. And I'm like, this is the ugliest dress I have ever seen in my life. And yes, I will wear it down the Was the flap, was the purpose to make your like chest look bigger? Like I'm trying to figure out what <laughs> I mean, was the let's benefit. Let's be honest, I can use any help, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I really, I don't, I don't know. That's bad, so weird. Bad design. Yeah. yeah. It was weird. Oh God! No flaps. Just yeah. so you know. I just, just. How many people had to wear the flap dress? Oh <laughs> uh, well. So she got married young. So you know, like the younger you are, the bigger your bridal party because sure. you have, mm-hmm. to have everyone you know. Yeah. Yep. Um. So there was probably I'm gonna say twelve to fifteen of us. <gasps> if I have to. Yeah, it was outrageous. No. It was outrageous. Wow. And that's probably why that dress was chosen because it was off the rack and it was like, whoa, we have fifteen of these. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. No. Damn. <laughs> that's hilarious good times guys so you've been a bridesmaid a ton um is that how you got into wedding planning as a career no um so it's actually comical that I got into wedding planning because I was never one of those girls that like wanted to be married and have kids and like plan the wedding or anything like that um I actually had a restaurant with my dad for several years and um, I started planning like small events before the restaurant opened, like it opened at four on the weekend. So I would do like bridal showers and wedding showers and communions and all that sort of thing. And I was like, oh, I really like this. And so um, it was right around the time that my long-term boyfriend and I were breaking up and then we were deciding to sell the restaurant. So like I had literally hit rock bottom at that point. Like it was just ridiculous. And I'm like, well, Obviously, the next choice is to plan everyone else's happily ever after. So I went into wedding planning. <laughs> sounds like it a, literally is a joke. Sounds like a sitcom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of. It should be my life. But you did it for ten years, right? You've been doing this for over it. ten years. Yeah. yeah. How? Yeah. Like, are we talking like big weddings at times? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um. And culturally speaking, Indian weddings are huge. Like five to 800 people at these weddings. Wow. Um, Yeah, it's crazy. And uh, so I did several of those and um, just, I I can't even tell you how many, like I I was trying to think of it because I know, you know, you guys asked that. And I know in my last month of like actual wedding planning, when I worked for a venue um, in the month of September, I had 24 weddings that month. 
Whoa. And that was just wow. one month. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Um, yeah. So it was That's kind incredible. of out of control. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Did you get Were the they mixed like, up in your head? Yeah. Well, so I worked at a venue. I know people are probably like, how's that even possible? I worked at a venue that had the ability to have four weddings at once. Um, I and love then, those places. They're like well-oiled uh, machines, man. They are a machine is what they are. You're absolutely right. And um, so, yeah. So aside from like having Friday, Saturday, Sunday weddings, there was brunch weddings. There, you know, lunch weddings because they're more cost efficient. So it was the craziest wedding month of my life. And after that, I was like, I need to reevaluate what I'm doing here. <laughs> what month was that of the year? September. Really? Yeah. Wow. You wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't think of that being a big wedding month. Yeah. September. Yeah. Um, I think it's because the weather, especially in Chicago is pretty calm. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. Um, you know, like the leaves change. It's really pretty like outside. So I don't know. I, it kind of seems like no month is off limits at this point, just because even with winter, as horrible as our winters can be, it is um, more cost efficient, you know, like yeah. you get a break. So, um, but yeah, September, October is actually really popular here. That's cool. Yet it's weird that back in the day, it was always everyone got married in the spring or the summer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And now it's just all the time. All the time. <laughs> right. Now, now the fun never ends, guys. Yeah. I mean, I'm cool with it. I like weddings. They're yeah. fun. Yeah. I like winter weddings. They're pretty. They are pretty. Yeah. Fall's my favorite season. So I'm all for a fall wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, so I really wanted to know because you are a professional, what <laughs> tips can you give our brides to help them, you know, not, I don't, I don't want to say not fail, but to succeed. Put a pause has been on it. There you go. What tips do you yes. have? To help them succeed. Yes, right? Okay. It's positive. Tip number one. <laughs> tip number one, buy weddings unfiltered. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Buy my buck. <laughs> no. Um, okay. So I kind of broke it down. Like, if you read anything, not in my book, but other things, they're going to tell you, like, when to book book um, vendors in the venue, right? Yes. And it's usually, like, four to six months out. And honestly, like... If you know that you want a specific photographer or DJ or venue or date, I would book those immediately because they are going to book up and people do tend to book about a year out still. Um, And specific vendors, especially if they're a really good photographer, they're going to be busy. So I always recommend that sort of get your heavy lifting out of the way first if if you know you want specifics. Mm -hmm. Um, So that would be my first tip. Then the second is in like the middle of the planning. I would not plan too far ahead in advance because what's going to happen is you're going to start second guessing all of your choices, your colors, your, you know, and the more time you have to think, the more of a fucking disaster it becomes because, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, a you're good point. Start, yeah, you yeah, overthink like, it. Yeah. You overthink it. And then you're like, oh, maybe I do need this, 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 and this. And now your budget just went out of control and you've changed everything and there's just no reason. I think it's a very slippery slope and just try and do you know what you need within the timeline and not – go too far in advance. I wonder if maybe it's a thing where let's say you finalized your flowers with your florist mm-hmm. that you go into Pinterest and delete your, your flower folder. You know what I mean? I think that's a fantastic. Yeah. It's like you're done yes. with that. Don't rethink this. Take, that, it go back. take those pins away. <laughs> totally. I mean, Come on, you it's guys so can find hard. Like seven billion things on Pinterest. I know. And then you're like, oh, I should have done that instead. And yep. 
Yes. It's a disaster. Yes. Or something else keeps, you know, coming up and you're like, oh, I love that. But I did this. And can I do this now? And yeah, Yeah. I I think that's a great tip. Wedding FOMO. Thank you. Yes. Yes. (laughs) We should coin a phrase for that for sure. (laughs) I do remember we renovated the kitchen when we bought this house we're in right now. And I had the white cabinets put in. I thought they were really pretty. And I really like my kitchen. I still do. But I remember the next day after everything was done and I went to Home Depot and had to walk through their sample kitchen section in order to get to something and pass this like gray kitchen. And I was like, should I have gone with gray? And I'm like, what am I doing? It's been a day. Enjoy the goddamn kitchen. It's fine. Well, as I was staring at your ceiling, I loved your white cat. So I thought it was fantastic. We started our conversation with Jessica in the kitchen. She called on time and we were not ready. I should have figured LA. I should have figured. I know. We're so lazy. Well, we we were in traffic. Well, it's filming. I was just doing my house. (laughs) Oh, LA. We are all casually. We're all casually late, right? I'm an on-time person, but I feel like the city of Los Angeles is perpetually late. Yes. Are you? How's Chicago? Are you guys on time? Chicago is in a rush to get nowhere. So everyone is like speeding to get absolutely nowhere because you're just sitting in traffic anyway. So, but I'm always (laughs) late. I'm always late. So interesting. It's a cultural thing. Yeah, I feel like New Yorkers are always early because they never know how long the trains are going to take. So you're always uh, yeah, overestimating. You have to. Yeah. 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 I just remember always being like mm-hmm. somewhere 15 minutes early and being like, well, if I wasn't 15 minutes early, I'd be late because it's a damn train. <laughs> I would just prefer to be late than early because then what? What do you do? You just sit there. Oh, my God. Well, we were talking about <laughs> Pam and I are very different um, travelers and we've never gone on. We've never flown together. We haven't. Um, and we shan't <laughs> because well no 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 we can fly together but i'm not commuting to the airport with you so i'm a person that likes to be um on time slash early so when it comes to flying i like to be on time as well let's get to that when i fly <laughs> i get there so early that i will be sitting at the terminal with the people on the plane that's going off before me like i oh no yeah like that's just and it makes me happy then i could i can sit there read a magazine have a snack get a starbucks it just You're gonna be sitting on i'm a plane. so stressed out getting to the airport that something's gonna be messed up the flight like it's gonna take me a minute to get there there's gonna be a problem with baggage no. there's gonna be a security line so i am I leave so freaking early for a, a flight. It's insane. Pamela, <laughs> Pamela, yes. probably when I am sitting down at that terminal, snuggling in with all the people that are going on the flight before, that's when Pamela's <laughs> thinking about leaving her home to maybe get maybe. to the airport. <laughs> Yes, that's that's me. <laughs> that's me. I have never done the panic run through the airport to make a flight. Uh, not that gonna sounds- lie. Awful. I've heard my name called over the loudspeaker <laughs> as I'm running with my shoes in my hands. Oh, to no. the hands. Well, yeah. <laughs> After the security, I didn't have time to put them on. It's my worst nightmare. I had to go. Right. So you're you're a late I one made on the that plane, too? by the way. I'm, I'm Pam. I'm yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. I don't want to sit with anyone else. I just want to get on the plane. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. We, there was another tip. We got off track. <laughs> That's More okay. Tips. Um. Okay. So we did the beginning, middle, and then the day of. My tip for everybody is at this point, let it all go. 
because you cannot control anything else that's going to happen that day. And I always tell every single one of my brides, no day is perfect. Your day is no exception. It's not going to be perfect. Something will inevitably go wrong, but it's up to you to set the tone. So you can just let it go. I mean, like, honestly, you can serve the wrong meal. Like the venue can serve the wrong meal. Not one person will know, but you. So Right. Who cares? If they're getting fed, who cares? You know? yeah. I mean, you, you have a nice conversation with them after, but at the end of the day, like at this point, it's about the two of you. You're marrying each other. You both showed up, hopefully. It's really all you need to be successful. Fair. And yep. just enjoy the party that you spent so much time, money, and stress over. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So true. Just namaste through the day. With some champagne. Namaste through the day. Yeah, <laughs> with lots of alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true, though. <laughs> it really is hard because of all the planning and all of the attention and detail you put into something. And then on the actual day, you have to stop doing that. I, you got to stop. Yeah, it's really hard to let it go. Yeah, it's hard to turn that off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, you're, you, when you've been so controlling over every little detail to just shut it off and be in the moment, but that's what you have to do. But it really is Were hard. you guys able to enjoy yours, your days? Yes. Yes, actually, I will <laughs> say. So I did. I had a snafu Good. in getting to my actual wedding. My husband took the keys, so I was late oh, to the wedding. I listened to the podcast, yeah. and I was like heart beating for you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that dude. I love it. But um, but because of that, um, that was the only moment where I, because before then I was having fun, and then yeah. After that, again, it was like once I was there and it was like, okay, let's do this. And this is so fun. And I just like hanging around with all these people that I like. And that was so cool. Yes. And it was yes. just like yes. a big party where like everyone I've ever wanted to invite to a party all basically had to say yes. <laughs> you didn't <laughs> have to no travel choice. far. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah. oh, we're here. And you're like, this is crazy. But yeah, yes. I think you had a good time. You had a good time at yours, right? I had a great time. I, I got married in the later afternoon. So I had an easy day, you know, of being pampered and getting those last minute and, you know, just getting everything done. I mean, I did have a a little minor freak out about ice, you know, really? like you do. <laughs> yes, what was, I did. What was wrong with who would you not have enough ice? I we needed ice. We needed ice. We needed ice. We needed ice. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So again, like I did, a, I did a very small, you know, do it yourself. So um, I didn't have a wedding planner. Um, I did everything myself, and I needed ice. I have um, my husband. His family was there early. They were helping us set up. So I'm like calling my family. One brother doesn't pick up. Another brother doesn't pick up. Call my oh, mom, wow. and she's like. Mm, yeah, I can't do that. Can you call one of your brothers? And by since she was my third call, I was like, you call them. You figure this out. I'm the bride. Um, so, so you while yelled I was, at your mother on your wedding day. Maybe. Okay. Um, you were sweet, sweet mother. I know. She's so sweet. She's adorable. Um, and well, mid-freak out, one of my brothers called me back. And he's like, what do you need? I'm like, I need ice. <laughs> And he's, like, <laughs> and he's like, okay, I got you, you know, and that was, he took care of it. But yeah, my, my freak out was, but I mean, everything, it was just a little sweet backyard wedding and it was the best. It was, Aww, it was really that. just fun and easygoing. And once we had ice, everything was well. I think it's hard <laughs> mentally for brides and anyone planning their wedding that are really involved with the details, if you think about it, your mental like point of view up until the day of the wedding is you're like the director of a play. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're going through the rehearsals, you're producing this, the costumes, the lighting, the setting. It really is you're like a director. Mm-hmm. But then on the day of the wedding, you're the actor. You're the performer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're not the director anymore. Like, it's you all there can't to see be. You. Mm-hmm, and it's like, right? out of nowhere, you have to take like this thing and change. It's like, nope, now all eyes are on you and you got to perform and be the the one that, again, sets the tone where you have to be the happy one. You have to, and you should, right. you should enjoy, enjoy it. But it is hard because it really is a complete mental shift. It is. It's also yeah. annoying if you're kind of stressing out when people tell you to calm down. <laughs> Um, I would imagine that's very annoying. <laughs> yeah. Just in you life, just at, the obvious. at any point in life, if you're like, you should calm down. You're like, <laughs> it's the worst. You should never say those words. I, I just hope that you have to say it to yourself. Yeah, but I like, I like your point of view that you give people. They're like, it's not going to be perfect. I like the idea too. That idea of set the tone is really smart mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. then you're not saying to them like, stop being, stop being a brat or stop being so emotional. You're saying. You have to be the leader. You have to be right. in control. And it gives them responsibility and empowerment rather than telling totally. somebody to calm down is kind of belittling at times or kind of it right. says like what you're doing right now is wrong. Yeah. Your emotions right. aren't real. That's a right. smart thing to say to people. You're a mm-hmm. pro man. <laughs> Everyone who's listening that's helping somebody plan a wedding. That's the thing you need to yeah. say. Yes. It's your job to set the tone. I like that. Set the tone. I like that. Set, Pam. set the tone. <clears throat> set that tone. You know, we should set some tones what? on some wedding confessionals. Let's do it. Do you want to read some stories? Yeah. Jessica, Jess, yeah. JJ, you ready? JJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, who is first? Pammy? I'm going to read the first one. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Dear wedding confessionals, I went to a friend's wedding where when I showed up to the venue, everyone was given a balloon. We were told to hold on to them until the end of the ceremony, and then as the new couple was announced, we would release them as they walked down the aisle. Or that's how I understood it was supposed to go. I'm an early person, so I had my balloon a good 20 minutes before the ceremony was supposed to start. This would have been me. I would have shown up this early. Yeah, you would have been holding your balloon for 20 minutes. Yep. And then, of course, the wedding didn't start on time, and I'm still holding on to this balloon and my purse and my drink. Yes. No, it's no. Okay. I have a question, but I'll ask afterwards. Okay. It was another 35 minutes before we were told to please take our seats. And then it finally looked like this wedding was actually going to happen. So now I've been holding on to this balloon for almost an hour. The ceremony turned out to be on the longer side. And although my palms were sweaty, I still had my balloon. Can't say that for all the guests, though. <laughs> Oops. I thought it was going to be getting closer to them saying, I do. And damn it, then there was a song. I'm sure it was lovely. But by this time, all I can think about is this balloon and how badly I want to let it go. But I've held on to it this long, so I'm not letting it go early. Finally, the officiant wraps it up, and I hear, now I pronounce you husband and wife. Hooray! Everyone claps, and there goes mine and everyone else's balloon. It actually was really fun seeing all the balloons go up at once. Well, fun for everyone except for the bride and the photographer who missed the shot because apparently we were supposed to hold on and all wait and pose and then let them go on cue. Oops. I'm sure glad I wasn't the only one who didn't get it right. From 99 Red Balloons. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Oh, my God. Holding on to a balloon. Okay. I have so many. I have questions and thoughts and opinions. Yes. Jessica. Before we <laughs> before we do anything else, though, I have a question for you, Jessica. Um, as a professional that's been involved in a lot of weddings and has gone to a lot of mm-hmm. weddings as just a person, do weddings ever start on time? 
Never. Right? Right. She was Never. like, the wedding started late. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Always. <laughs> right. Always. This is why you're never early. I'm just kidding. I know. It's true. I should learn. <laughs> yeah. I'm always okay. paranoid, though, that if I'm running late for a wedding, I will show up late and then it will be like a problem. I don't know. Wait, like, they're when they're watching you in? The no, but like, one. yeah, like something's <laughs> right. happening or it's really quiet and there's like an intimate moment. I'm like clanking <laughs> in. Hey, Opening the door. <laughs> <laughs> They're saying their vows. Exactly. Or I come through the wrong door and all of a sudden I'm in the front, like with a couple. Like, hey, hey guys. That would be amazing. None of these things have happened to me, but they're literally the fears that they're in your head. head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. What were your, do you have any, what are your thoughts? My thoughts? I think, I think it's funny and um, I, I don't know. I think, you know, just trying to coordinate something like this, like something's bound to go wrong. And right. you have to be clear. And I'm sure there were several people passing out the balloons. So you're probably getting like four or five different versions of what's supposed to happen. And mm-hmm. and I think it's hilarious that everybody's like, yay, and claps. And of course, if you didn't have that tied on your wrist, those balloons are going up. <laughs> so... um yeah, and I think the photographer should have been ready no matter what. I mean, what if he was? I mean, wasn't there more than one? Yeah, I guess. Mm. I yeah, I feel like a photographer is probably really focusing on the couple at that point. I don't know why my hands are doing mm-hmm. as if I'm taking a picture, but they are. No, right. <laughs> it, it helped explain it. Yeah, it helped the the, the, yes. the podcast listeners, at home. the people listening, really here. <laughs> and let me tell you, the two of you needed that visual in order to understand my words. I had no idea what you meant by camera. <laughs> <laughs> so have you had anything like this like any sort of coordinated thing like a balloon or is it just rice i mean do people even do rice anymore no that makes the birds very sick well, don't balloons <laughs> make not the even birds legal sick anymore. right well <laughs> but i mean to like throw the rice and yeah. like, the birds eat it on the ground after yeah no it's not allowed anymore it makes the birds um, sick yeah yeah why does rice make the birds sick does it? Ad- well, their digestive system. I'm just kidding. I have no fucking oh. clue. I'm just well, kidding. I'm going to look it up and put a link in the notes because now I want to know what happened I don't to know the what, birds. I don't know, but I've heard that, so I don't know. But, you know, yes. people throw bird seed now. Yeah. Which yes. is really or fun when like that gets petals. cut. Rose petals. Rose petals. That sounds That's a lot nice. more fun than yeah, bird seed and- in my face. <laughs> and in your hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Maybe we just don't throw things at people. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe there's that. I, I don't know. Or bubbles. Don't people do bubbles too? Yeah. They do yeah, it's blowing bubbles. the bubbles. And sparklers. You know, and the thing is too, if people are getting married, I, I mean, I see a lot of this like at the same place that they're having their reception. Um, there's usually no like really big like throw anything at you like exit because everyone's just right there. You right. know what I mean? It's not like yeah. they're like coming out of a church or outside anymore or whatever. They're just going from one room to another. So <laughs> I think it's right. <laughs> I think bubbles would be the safest bet at that point. Yeah, right. I think yeah. two more points that I wanted to bring up. One is if you give everybody a balloon and they're supposed to sit there with the balloons, I'm just imagining all the different heights of what people hold the balloons. And if I'm in the back of this group of people at this ceremony, can I even see what the hell's going Good on? Call. Or there's a bunch of Good fucking call. balloons in my face. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, she was probably, cause she was early. She was probably near the front. So she doesn't have this complaint. But if Pam had showed up when she does, I wouldn't have seen anything. 
<laughs> you would have missed the whole damn ceremony. I would have. Because I remember I've been to weddings where, due to how they have set up uh, flower arrangements down the aisle, and I was sort of on the angle on the side and kind of in the back, and it was the perfect angle where all I could see was flower and not the actual couple. So, <laughs> totally. like, that's I immediately thought of, like, visual blocking. And I guess if anybody wanted to do anything like this, even though it sounds like it's kind of weird, um, I think in general, when you think about trying to instruct a group of people to do anything, it is hurting cats. It is awful. Oh, yeah. No one's paying attention. Everyone, I have to go to the bathroom. I'm watching my kids. When I get a drink, I'm looking for so-and-so. You know, it's just so much stuff going on. I feel like if you wanted to do anything like this, you have to give them the balloon right before you're going to do the thing. You cannot give somebody, right? Like right, we or have, have like a little tag on the string. Yes. Like, do not let it go until we tell you. Right, or something. Or, <laughs> or once everybody is sitting there, right before it's happening, you have a captive audience. Like, give the instructions one yeah. more time. You have somebody walk yes. out, like the maid of honor or whatever. That's like, hey, the balloon guide of blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. man, <laughs> this is crazy. That's good. <laughs> That's good. That's good. 99 red balloons. Oh my God. That's a good story though. I'll give it to her. Yeah. That's fun. I wonder if the bride afterwards was like, that was dumb. <laughs> I, I didn't like, capture any of that. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you have these ideas in your head of how cool something's going to do and be, be, and you spend mm-hmm. so much time on it. And then afterwards you're like, that was dumb. I didn't need to do all that. Yeah, but I like the fact that, you know, the bride was trying to think outside the box going, well, you know, we don't throw rice anymore. I don't want bird seed in my hair and smell like a bird. And, you know, (laughs) bubbles are overused. So, like, let's do a balloon, you know, like you can see how she went probably went through the list of things to like do and went with balloons. (laughs) something oh different yeah it is it's <laughs> something different different something yes. different i know it's so hard everyone wants to be different and that's really yeah. difficult yes. because it's a wedding they're it is i address it in the book guys if yeah anyone that's right <laughs> well it's hard too because it's like you know traditions are okay and it's okay to do stuff that other people do it doesn't make you boring it doesn't make no. you basic what makes it different is the two of you. It's so true. Yeah, oh, JJ Aww. gets it. I do. <laughs> I do, Brookie B. <laughs> it sounds like we're going to start some like rap duo. <laughs> we are. JJ and Brookie B in the house. I'm auditioning after. Bow, after bow, this. Bow. <laughs> oh, wiki, wiki. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go on to the next one. Let's see. Um, is this? Okay. This is a, an advice question. Here we go. Dear Wedding Confessionals, I'm getting married soon and I couldn't be more excited. Everything's coming together beautifully. It's turning out to be the wedding I've always dreamed of as a little girl. Dream dress, dream venue, dream wedding season, and best of all, dream groom. I've just run into one minor snag. My GBF, by the way, I had to look this up. It is gay best friend is what she's saying. That's what GBF GBF is. Is going to be a groomsman, which I'm really happy about. He is and has been such an important person in my life. He's basically family. Anyway, because he is my friend, he will be getting ready and hanging out with the bridesmaids and me the morning of the wedding. The other day, he and I were discussing plans for the morning of the wedding, and I mentioned the hair and makeup artist. He then proceeded to ask, is she going to be doing all of our makeup or just yours? First of all, I have only booked her to do my hair and makeup, the bridesmaids, my mother, and my future mother-in-law. 
I hadn't, it hadn't even occurred to me to book her to do his makeup. I know he wears makeup on a daily basis, but it's nothing extravagant, foundation, concealer, bronzer. And I know that's all he'll be wearing the day of the wedding as well. Honestly, if the only thing the day of the wedding requires for my bridesmaids or me was basic everyday makeup and hair, I would have just had us do it all on our own. But none of us possess the skills required to do the fancy hair and fancy makeup. I don't want him to feel left out or excluded or unappreciative, but at $75 per makeup application, I'm just not sure it's worth it for makeup he can do on his own. What do I do? Signed, doesn't want to have to make up over makeup. That's cool. I like that. (laughs) Uh, That's fun. That's clever. Clever. Um, mm, Professional, Jessica. Yes. Thoughts? Well, um, first and foremost, I would... See if you can get a discounted price if it's only going to be concealer and foundation and bronzer. Um, But if you're going to include him the morning of and have him get ready with you because he's your friend, you have to kind of have him do the same thing you're doing, I think. I feel like it would hurt his feelings if he was like, if she was like, oh, I didn't even think about you. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. The good chance that it won't be $75, it'll be more like 20 you know? Yes. Or I mean, negotiate if they're, if they're doing all of, that's my favorite word, by the way, with anything with weddings, negotiate. So if they're doing, if this person is doing all of these people's makeup that day, they can't be like, Hey, throw this one in for 20 bucks. You know? Yeah. You're already making money and it yeah. won't take that yeah. long. Yeah. You're doing the entire bridal party. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, I, I also just think that a lot of the times when we're getting into when you're in the thick of it and you're in the weeds and you're not thinking you're just in wedding world and you're in wedding head, everything's right. in that world. But you have to think that these are your long term relationships and is yes. $75 worth your future happiness with this person. If like right. really hurting exactly. his feelings and making him feel less than if you can avoid that for $75. Right. And he's probably super excited to get ready with you and yeah. to be there the morning of. And he's standing up in your wedding like that alone. I mean, I, agree. I, would, I would say yeah. we could cut a deal with a makeup person. I agree. I agree. And I think, too, like he, um, you know, if, if it was something that he didn't normally do, then you would be like, OK, it's a pass. He didn't. And if this came out of the blue, but she already knows this is something he does on a daily basis. You totally. can't. You can't ignore that. Like he's he's a part of the process. Also, I think it's one of those yes. things where it's easy sometimes for um, women to kind of look at when guys get ready and be like, when we get ready, it's fancy. But you know, for guys, putting right. on dress shoes and having a fancy suit is not something they usually wear. It is them feeling special and feeling dressed up. Totally. So mm-hmm. if this is part of yes. the dressed up, you know, like let him, you, you know, enjoy that and be feel special as well and feel dressed up. Totally. Yeah. I think that you, it would I be agree. one thing if you weren't playing for the other bridesmaids either, if you were just paying for yourself. Mm-hmm. But if you're paying for all of them, yeah, you got to do it. And also, you gotta yeah, do it. your makeup artist is a jerk if they're not going to give you a discount. <laughs> Agreed. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and also I'm glad everything else is going well. This is your biggest lump in your wedding. Damn girl. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Right? <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> yeah. dream. She's going to have her dream up. wedding. It's going to be perfect. And there are other people listening right now, super mad at you that this is your big dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> this is the problem. This is the problem you're having. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, are we on to uh, numero tres? Yes. All right, Jessica, okay. you're up. Oh, that's me. Okay. Hi, Pam, Brooke, and Ruth, who left the studio. <laughs> she left. I'm getting married in... <laughs> I, yeah. um, I'm getting married in two and a half weeks. Yesterday, I got a text message from the girlfriend of one of our groomsmen indicating that our groomsmen left for the military. Now this groomsman has been saying he was going to the military for years, and I never really thought he was going to actually take the dive. Well, I called his work phone today, and lo and behold, he's really enlisted and in active duty. I appreciate his patriotism and what he is doing for our country, but what the fuck do my fiancé and I do? We, uh, we were paying the, for the groomsman's tuxes. We also included him in our headcount for the reception. I'm so distraught. Do I replace him? Do I wait it out and charge him later for damages? This is not and should not be normal wedding planning. What can I do? From does a bride outrank an army general? <sighs> Guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First off, I have so many follow-up questions. Yes. But... Um, my first thought in all of this was, well, two things. Number one, how do you, how is the groomsman, does he not tell the groom himself? Like, why are they getting a text from the girlfriend? Number two, okay, right? Mm -hmm. Number two, you just found out that you, like, you enlisted or you signed up and then enlisted and then boom, you're gone. Like, there was no heads up. He wasn't able to tell anybody before he was leaving or have a going away party, which anyone I know in the military usually does. So I don't, I'm not quite understanding the timeline of events here. Yeah, it's weird. I when I got this letter, I actually um, poked one of my best friends um, because she just recently got out of the military and her husband's still in the army. And I asked her, I was like, I'm trying to remember when you signed up, like, how did it go? And she said, you know, sometimes when you sign up, you don't really you're now at the mercy of the military and they kind of dictate your schedule. So sometimes you don't know when you're going. She's like, but that can change and you can't really, it might've been that he originally thought he was leaving later and then they pushed up his date to go to boot camp or whatever. But that okay. being said, she's like, it's not like you get a notice and you're literally leaving the next day. She that's said, what, that's yeah. where my question was. But it yes. sounds like this is just a poor communicator. Communication. <laughs> yep. This, that's exactly this right. really poor communicator. Well, I think yes. maybe they felt bad and instead of like communicating saying, Hey, I did this and this is happening. They just kind of like, didn't talk about it and thought maybe it'll go away like I don't know yeah it's really I don't know it's weird it's, because it's strange it's weird right and I yes. feel bad because yeah. you genuinely here's the thing you as a bride dealing with somebody who is now serving for our military you will look like a jerk if you make this guy feel bad even though you totally. should make you're allowed internally to have the emotion and here we'll tell you on your pod on the podcast right now you're not wrong for being like this is kind of fucked up the communications and all of this have been not helpful yes um but you cannot message that to the world because then you look unpatriotic and rude (laughs) right it's true so it's like you can bitch to us and you can bitch to like your best friend about it but then you do have to kind of swallow this unfortunately because your own personal brand will be (laughs) a little bit tarnished tarnished if you were to (laughs) keep dragging now an american soldier I, you know what? And the other thing is, like, I know she's freaking out, and I get it. Like, this is like a big hiccup in your like wedding planning, you know, road. However, 
Um, I think that it's important for you also not to get caught up in like having an even count for your bridal party. Like, you know, she's like, what do we do? Do we have somebody else? Do we replace them? If you're not close with somebody, no. Like, why are you just going to randomly have somebody in your bridal party? Like, you can have two girls walk down with one guy. It does not make a difference, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I would say don't try and replace him unless there's somebody you really want to be a part of your wedding that you're going to continue to talk to, which, you know, I don't even know if it's going to be this guy anymore because he didn't communicate to you anyway. No, <laughs> I don't know why his friends don't know he left. Okay. It, it could be like he made this life change and then the reality of the life change came at him hard and was like, oh, I am now yeah. going in the military. This is real. And he kind of had a personal Shit. panic and didn't Maybe. really handle it very well. So think right. about, think about, try to have a little bit of compassion for this guy because he could also be Agreed. going through a, a lot, lot of life changes mm -hmm. all at once, which in yes. theory sounded great. And now that they're in reality, it's a little bit more stressful. Yeah. And, you know, that's a really good point. Thank him for his service. And I wouldn't hold it against him too long. I mean, this is also now a friend in the military, which means he could be living anywhere. You'll right. probably see this guy sporadically. There's no reason to have animosity towards him in my opinion no i would i no. would given the benefit of the doubt bitch to your friends bitch to us and then definitely you gotta let it go and suck it up <laughs> right suck up the, what you paid yeah yeah yep. suck up that t tux money hey that other bride's losing 75 bucks for makeup you're gonna have to right. listen to we yeah. all lose something <laughs> we all lose something. weddings are expensive right Pam had to get somebody to buy all that ice. Ice. I mean, come on. <laughs> all that ice money just gone. But you got it. And it was perfect. It melted. The ice was perfect. <laughs> ice is really the like the little thing that is always annoying about a party because you can't buy it too far in advance because no one ever has right. the room for it. Mm -hmm. So you're always like getting yourself ready for a party. And then at the last minute, it's like, oh, shit. Someone has to go get all of the ice, <laughs> right? Or someone has to bring the ice. Totally. Ice coordination. I just did that on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Really? Did you have to bring ice? Yeah. And I called my mom. I'm like, mom, I forgot the ice. She's like, all right. Right. So I'll pick it up See? on the way. Yes. I wasn't the only one. <laughs> but she didn't yell at her mother. She said, hey, mom. And you were like, mother. <laughs> well, I also okay. wasn't a bride. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't say to a bride, can you call someone else? You say, if a bride is reaching out for help on her wedding day, you say, I will take care of yeah, it. And handled. then you yes. make the phone calls. If I you agree. don't. 100%. Yes. No, you're right. You're right. You're supposed to be yes. like that lady from Scandal. Olivia Pope. You're supposed to say it's Olivia handled. Pope is handled. Yeah, it's handled. handled. You just hang up the phone. Brookie B right there. Yes. Yeah, Brookie B and JJ know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we did it, guys. We answered all the questions. Yay. Woo and now yes. we're on to our bridal breaks. Um, bridal breaks for any of the listeners that are new to the podcast are suggestions we give to brides or anyone else helping to plan a wedding for um, fun ideas for something to do that has nothing to do with weddings. So you can step away from your wedding planning, do something fun so that when you come back to dealing with your invitations or figuring out who's going to get the ice, you're a little less stressed out about it. Right, Pam? That's it. Okay, cool. Um, do you want to go first? You, sure. you had your little phone up. Getting I your do. little your little note out. I have my note. Do you have? Is it is it a beverage? Um. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Isn't it always? <laughs> Hit me. I love that. So this one I found on the website, um, who needs a cape dot com, and 
I kind of like the name of it. That's what kind of drew me in. And then when I read what was in it, I'm like, oh, yes, please. Um, this is called the Bad Santa cocktail. <laughs> already love it. I know, I'm already in. Right? The Bad yeah. Santa. Bad Santa yes. cocktail. Um, and it is sugar cookie vodka, which I had no idea exists. It's probably seasonal, right? Did, did I tell you what brand makes sugar cookie vodka? Um, probably. My guess is Smirnoff. if they don't have that, it sounds very Smirnoffy, right? It does. It sounds very Smirnoff-y. If it's not sugar cookie, I bet if you used a vanilla or something like that instead, right? You could probably get close to you it. You should get close. Yeah. That would be good. Um, and then cream to... To cream to keko. Keko? How is that how you Cacao? Say that? Yes. Right? Cacao. 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 Like papao. Cream to cacao. <laughs> you got to say it like that. Yeah. Um, Bailey's Irish cream yep. and then a little bit of extra cream. So it's a very creamy. You don't want to drink too many of these. Ooh. Yeah. Um, that's heavy. But it sounded good and I love the name. Yeah. So. The and you just kind of. Awesome. You know, put the rim in some sprinkles and then you throw that in. It was, I I got to try this. Like red sprinkles to make it like Santa? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, it cute. Look, look at it. it looks oh, like a, that's cute. We'll put the little it? picture up. Oh, it's so cute. It's adorable. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like holiday drinks in general. They're kind of fun. Yeah, that sounds super. Like that's like a good dessert. General. Yeah, right? <laughs> it makes you feel every day is a holiday. <laughs> every, day is, every day is a holiday in my world. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, what is your bridal break? Um, okay, so uh, I think a really great stress relief is boxing. And I take boxing with a personal trainer. Um, and it's one of those things where like you're like, oh, I just kind of want to do something fun. And it is fun, but it's challenging and it, it seriously is like the greatest workout ever. Um, but were you guys like ever growing up, like if a guy you get in a fight or an argument or whatever, and like they punch something and you're like, you're ridiculous. Like you are just ridiculous that you do that. Right. Mm-hmm. I get it now. Like <laughs> I totally get it. And it is like amazing. So I would suggest anybody that, you know, just give it a try, like give it a try because it'll make you feel so good at the end of the day. Are there any boxing places you specifically prefer in Chicago to work out? Do you go to a specific gym? Um, I it's not a boxing gym. They oh, just, just have a, a boxing room. That's cool. Yeah, and and then it's a one on one. So um, we do like on the mitts and the and the pads. Yeah, but there's also boxing bags that like if you. You can just go hit those as well. But I prefer to hit people. Do, <laughs> do you find now that you really want just to watch boxing, boxing movies now? Does Rocky have a whole new thing to you? Uh, million well, dollar, million uh, dollar Rocky, baby? Well, yeah. I mean, Rocky in and of itself is just an amazing movie, period. Um, it's so, Oscar yes. award winning. Everybody forgets that. Yes. Yes. Um, no, but I do think that... Um, you know, like when you watch it, you're just like, what are these guys doing? They're just like moving around and punching. It makes no sense. But like when you actually realize that there's skill and yeah. like a whole sort of formula, you're like, this is pretty amazing. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. You you also exercise the mind. Yeah. I like that. That's it's a cool. Great stress reliever. Yeah. Honestly, punching things yes. sounds like a good idea. Yes. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. Your <laughs> that's my bridal break, guys. Your groomsman dropped out and people. didn't tell you. Go punch something. <laughs> Just go punch mm-hmm. him. Oh wait, we don't know where he is. <laughs> right. Everybody, let the balloons go early. Girl, go punch something. <laughs> Try not to take it into your wedding. <laughs> no, 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 no. Take it out of the gym. Punch the things in the gym. Not just yes. anything. No, right. 
Not just anything. Let me specify. Yes, that's good. <laughs> I'm inciting violence on the podcast. <laughs> it went in the wrong direction. It really did. Bring it back, guys. Peace and love. We're hippies that live in LA. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, uh, quick update before you do your bridal break. Yeah. Um, there is the sugar cookie vodka. Okay. I looked it up really quick. Schmirnoff is one, and ah! then there's also another one. Yeah, we called it. Burnett's. Um, Burnett's? I don't even mm-hmm. know that brand. I don't either. Are they new? I don't know, but they they definitely have, like, that's their thing. Sugar cookie. Sugar cookie. Burnett's. Sugar cookie. Super sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Probably. That's the kind and of, Schmirnoff. So. The problem with those kind of vodkas is it just, they taste so sweet, and then you're like, whoops, I've had a lot of this. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> Why did I just fall off my ones? chair? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think when I was younger, there was a phase where I had a friend that was really into um, vanilla flavored vodka and Coke. Yes. And that, that's a, that was a slippery slope, guys. <laughs> yeah. I can, I can <laughs> see that. One or two. Yeah. But the, two that times. drink seems so sweet that I don't think you could have more than one or two before you yeah. have a tummy ache anyway. Yeah. Tummy yeah. Tums. I have tummies. Um, so my bridal break is, um, it's a podcast. Shocking. I know. I'm obsessed with podcasts. But um, it's actually sort of like a radio show. So um, NPR, National Public Radio, has um, um, specifically a show that's called All Things Considered, which is about news. And from there, they have All Songs Considered, which is specifically about music. And I mentioned a couple weeks ago that NPR had a really good Spotify, re- that Spotify playlist, mm-hmm. the Rosé Wave. Mm-hmm. So NPR r- really does have their, their their finger on the pulse of music. They're really good about bringing out new stuff and really figuring out who's doing what. And one of the things that um, the All Songs Consider group does is that they have these things called Tiny Desk Concerts. So once a week, they have artists come into the NPR studio, they clear off this section where someone's desk is, and a band sets up and plays. And it's kind of feels like that like MTV awesome. Unplugged version. Mm-hmm. But um, sometimes it's just one or two people. Other times it's The Roots, literally all of them shoved in there. Macklemore did it back in the day. You can go back and find Adele's when she was like not really that big. And she's amazing. And, it, and you really do have to be so talented to pull off, you know, singing in an office space. Yeah. And um, yeah. they have a podcast that they release um, every week. So you can always listen to new music and they never let an artist repeat. So an artist mm. can come back with a different band, but they never have people over and over again. So it can be as big as Adele or they had Hanson on a couple weeks ago, but also p- bands you've never heard of. So every week you can get reintroduced to somebody new like mm. that you didn't know was back. Like Billy Corgan, I guess, has something out right now but i also learned about this band called japanese breakfast who i kind of liked and they're always they're only like 15 20 minute long performances so it's something i can listen to on the way like commuting to work and it's a right. cool way to find out if you like a new band mm-hmm. anyway so it's called Tiny awesome. Desk concerts I like and i it. freaking love it um yes. so that's my that's my bridal break guys so wait are like, they all acoustic or is it no like, oh, okay. they can be plugged in so okay. sometimes they prefer because they are bringing their shit into an office to go a yeah. little bit smaller but um other times they are plugged in this Love one it. guy who i like who's a total weirdo named dan deacon he does all of his work um it's mostly digital like dance music or whatever and it's really synthy and bizarre so he brought in a piano that like attaches to a, a computer and like plays on its own but he also had like a vocoder he was like brought all of this stuff in so you that can bring amazing. what you want 
Yeah. yeah. And then uh, they all, I think they also have a YouTube streaming so you can see the video of it if you wanted to, like somebody like Adele, like some famous person. Yeah. But honestly, just driving to work, it's a cool way to just find new music and see what you like. And it's usually people that are just releasing something, which is why they're out promoting and on the show. So anyway, Tiny Desk Concerts, y'all. Awesome. Um, and, it. um, now that we've promoted other people's stuff, Jessica, dude, thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> Thank yes. you. It was so fun. I want you to take the moment to promote the shit out of your book because it's so fun and funny. It's I really awesome. like it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank and, it's you. N- and it's not too long. Can I just say no, that? it's an easy read. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, I wanted really it to be that way. I wanted it to be a guide, right? So like you guys can just pop it in your purse and it's going to help you plan the wedding, but it's easy and fun and like you said at the beginning, puts it in perspective. So it's not all like, you know, perfect. It's real. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it is available on Amazon. It's called Weddings Unfiltered, the No Bullshit Wedding Planning Guide. Um, my website is www.weddings-unfiltered.com. Uh, Instagram, if you want to follow me, is weddings underscore unfiltered i realized everything started looking like wedding sun filtered and i'm like ah shit it looks like sun you know so i'm trying to dash it and and whatever yeah um and i'm gonna kick off something called wedding advice wednesday where people can submit a question um any question they have about wedding planning and i'm gonna just uh respond in like a 30 second video on my youtube channel um so it's like some free free advice you know to kind of hopefully get you through a, a little hump yeah, over. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Fun. Nice. under over through it. Whatever. Under over yeah. through whatever you got to do. <laughs> All of the above. So if you, they wanted to send you questions, would it be just through your to through Instagram or Twitter? What do you prefer? Uh, it's, well, they can submit it anyway. But I have a link on my website that says Wedding Advice cool. Wednesday. Click here um, or contact me for yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. fun. That's cool. Just want to help. Well, thanks people. for being on the show, dude. Thank it was you. So much fun. Yeah, it was super um, fun. Pammy, are yes. you ready to promote our stuff? Let's do it. I love doing it. It's our quiz time. Pamela. Tortures me. No, it's good for you. We need to keep your brain active and alive. We want to always be striving to learn more. Yes. Um, What is the website people should go to to find anything they need to know about our podcast? Weddingconfessionals.com. What are the three social media um, types of things that we are on? Twitter. Uh Facebook. Yeah. And Instagram. What's the social media thing that is still linked to our website, but we just totally ignore? Pinterest. <laughs> Me too. Me I know. Too. I don't get it. I, I love tried. Pinterest. It's just so much. It, yeah. We're on other places. Um, you can go yes. to weddingconfessionals.com to find our show notes, um, mm-hmm. to find anything else about the show. Um, but also it's a great place to go to send us your stories. So if you have confessionals or you have questions, um, you can email us at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com or you can call us at 434-933-2663 that's 434-933-2663 or if you go to our website there's a tab that says what pam tell us your secret tell us your secret <laughs> and from there you just tell us all the shit that's going on you tell us about those balloons tell, yes. tell us about that shady dude that just skipped town and didn't tell you <laughs> um yes also um we love ratings and reviews on itunes we do so itunes slash apple Podcasts. give five us five stars. stars if you like send us something nice send us a little note Say hello. Um, (laughs) So besides Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, Pam, we are on 10 different podcast providers that I know of. I gave you the first one, which was Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. You did. So that's one. What are the other ones? 
They are. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to remember all of them. D- you know what? Not with an attitude like that, you're not. Well, also with cold medicine, <laughs> I'm just saying. Let's see how smart you are high. All right. Um, <laughs> Podbean. Yep. Google Play. Three. Stitcher. Four. Player Femme. Five. Um, Do you have them written down? I might. You're oh. looking on your phone. I just did this. Pam. No, I just did this. Pencils down, paper down. Turn that phone upside down. How dare you? You're cheating. I'm not cheating. <laughs> it's cheating. I literally just wrote, I'm seriously you know fighting a cold. I needed to write them down. You're fighting education. I'm trying to teach you. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> At least you didn't go too dramatic on that one. <laughs> right? Okay, what's next? What's next? Podcast Attic. Uh-huh. Podcast Republic. Yep. Overcast. Yep. And that's all I can remember. There's three more. Oh, you did so good. Um, uh, Podcast Land. Podcast Land. Castro. Okay. Castro, and, the random one. And Downcast. And Downcast. I knew there so was another very cast. Close. I knew there was another cast. We'll give it to you since you're drugged. Thank you. <laughs> I felt actually pretty good. I'm like, I needed a little bit of... That cold medication worked well. You sound pretty good for the podcast. I know, And right? you're alert. What and type is that? Dayquil. Dayquil, man. Shout out to Dayquil, Dayquil. today. This episode is brought Helping to you by out. Dayquil, yes, our sponsor. <laughs> um, so that's it. Jessica, thank you for being thank on the you. podcast. Thank you, guys. Pammy, it was super. So much fun. Pammy, I'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song and to Ramsey Malay and Brian Maylard for their technical support, which we desperately needed. Want to make sure you don't miss a single episode? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. And make sure to give us a five-star rating, or I guess a four if you're being judgy like us. If you have a crazy story to tell or need some advice, you can reach us by going to our website, weddingconfessionals.com. Or you can email us at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Or leave us a voice message at 434-933-2663. That's 434 434- Nine three three two six six three. And as always, we will never reveal the names in order to protect the innocent and the annoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're looking for those links, you can find those and more at our website, which you haven't figured out by now is weddingconfessionals.com. See you guys next time. Bye.